0: Welcome back, folks, to True Payroll Crime Story Edition. We're your hosts, Brian and Walt. What's going on, man?
1: Nah, just glad to be here, man. It's another Thursday. Yeah. I'm loving these new stories that we're about to do because yeah, we've kind of fun. been just kind of skirting the issue, like making sure that we didn't do anything that was too dark or anything like that. But I think we can get to get into some other stuff here that's really going to interest people. I
0: think I was I had gotten stuck on wanting to do solutions all the time. It has to be yeah. a problem and we gotta solve something. Well and I felt strong about that. But when you found all these other stories, I was like, wow, these are really fun. And I mean, it's it's the story, the stories are bad and sad. This is the fun part of it, kind of sharing, yeah. oh my gosh, having this discovery yeah, together as a community. You know what I mean? That's the fun part of it.
1: And I still, yeah, yeah. I still think it's important to share it, it is. because, it is. It, like, it still can. This might save somebody's life just from hearing this story. Because depending, because yeah, even though we're in a advanced te- technological age or time, there are still people who, yes. who use antiquated systems and processes out there yes. that, that may is. put right. themselves in this position that we're gonna talk about. So I think it's still, even though we won't necessarily directly answer something, us sharing this might provide a solution in some way still.
0: And, and I, had, I had to make notes like, well, there is kind of a solve it, but yes, let's go ahead. Take us into it, man. Let's, let's break it down.
1: So this is close to me because, you know, it happened, uh, you know, I was in the military. Yes. And thank you for your service. You know, yes. And so thank you for that. But, Uh, The person, the perpetrator that did this was in the military and he killed, murdered three of his fellow military men. This happened over in the U.K. He was charged for murder and armed robbery. Again, it was in the military. The perpetrator was Corporal Andrew Walker. Took place in the UK. It happened back in 1985. I was Good. a
0: young snapper. Oh, yeah, me too. For, uh, real. <laughs> For real.
1: He was originally sentenced to 30 years, but it was reduced to 27 after appeals. He is now a free man today. Wow. Wow. And the total money impact it wasn't a lot of money, it was only 19,000 pounds.
0: Well, back in 1985, that was a lot. Well, maybe he didn't know how much was there. Maybe. maybe. To, kill all, to kill three people, that's,
1: dang. And for him to get only 27 years, I'm just like, man, like, it was premeditated. It was like ex- execution style, the way he did it. And I'm wow. just like, man, I'm surprised he didn't get life. Yeah. Oof. And. It happened back on January 17th, 1985. A retired Major David Cunningham, he was 56 years old. Staff Sergeant Terrence Oscar was 39. Um, and Private Thompson, 25 years old, were military men. And they went to go pick up payroll to bring it back to the barracks in Glencose, UK. And so Walker, at the time, was a 30-year-old corporal. He flagged them down in their red, a Land Rover, asking them for a lift, but the three gentlemen did not know that he was armed with a submachine gun that he signed out from the armory. And so he attempted to blame a terrorist group for doing this, saying, "Or oh, it wasn't me. And so the thing that blows my mind is that this guy actually signed out a weapon from the armory, like... He wouldn't have been found out eventually, anyway.
0: Yeah, he wasn't that smart.
1: Yeah, so he wasn't that smart. One of the other factors in this was that they never found the money a- after after he murdered them and cold blood. They never found the money, but he was he uh, he was caught because he left clues at the at the scene after a three day manhunt. And they basically said that he wasn't difficult to catch because of all the clues. Because he signed out the gun and he still (laughs) had it. And they basically said he wasn't a criminal mastermind, that he was just a cold-blooded killer. Wow. Wow. And they said that in the article, as I read, that he had been having some disciplinary issues and stuff like that. And he was beginning to become increasingly erratic. If you read the article a little bit more, they said that he had financial issues. Oh, wow. With his money. So he owed some money for this, he owed some money for that. So, he, like I said, this was a premeditated. Yep, yep, premeditated. And he probably thought there was more money in there than just 19,000 pounds.
0: To kill three other people like that, I mean, he was desperate. Like you said, he's he owed money, his back's against the wall, desperation- Good gosh! And just to back up a little bit, I I think the name was Royal Army Pay Corps. Yeah, that was interesting. So basically, there's the military guys that are responsible for the payroll. You know, you know somebody did the math already, and they hey, you got to come pick up the checks and the bread or whatever it is, and go deliver it to the armory for the guys. And this guy must have knew. It was premeditated, like you said, he knew. He knew what was going on. He must have caught it somehow, watched it, yep. and was like, hey, I got to take that down. I need that money. Yeah. Wow, the money. They never found the money.
1: Yeah. They they never found the money at all. Like, he, who knows what he did with it. He could have got out and used that money to start his life over after he got oh. out.
0: But that's interesting, right? He he had this, so in that three days, he put it away somewhere, and he
1: yeah, he, he must have did something with it. And if have gave it to a family member, could have done whatever. Like, hold on to this. Don't say anything. So
0: because $19,000 now is not what you're coming out sixteen sixty at 60 with 19,000 pounds. Okay, get you started. But so depends on where
1: you go. You might be able to go... Somewhere.
0: <laughs> not going too far you know what i mean i mean anything is getting you a good start anywhere right yeah. maybe a better start than some but you're getting a good gosh that's it's so senseless man it's, these things are crazy these things are yeah. crazy but so again because i was forced to be like no there's a solve here <laughs> and it, and it, there is a lesson in it the lesson is look we've come a long way and i do remember the days when it was live checks right when you when uh-huh. you probably were, you ain't that young now. You remember those days? I remember <laughs> also for, folks getting cat like cash, where a lot of places would cash a check. That was the thing. Oh, they cash my check yeah. over here at the bodega, and they cash it at the liquor store, and they cash it. O- Everybody wanted to cash your check. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was kind of like the even my first job was at Wallbounds, like we talk about with Fran, and yeah. Yeah. they even they cash the check right there like they gave you the check and they're like oh do you want to cash it yeah <laughs> <Give me> the- <laughs> like of course give me the cash so it's just it was just so weird at that age just like how the process worked where the boss would hand out the envelope they get it oh whoever wants to cash it you can cash it at the registers or whatever we would go to the register just cash our checks you know yeah. it was just it's just the changing of times is so crazy right these yeah. problems happen because they had they people literally had to move cash around and pay people yeah. in cash
1: <laughs> yeah. absolutely man I, I remember during my time in the service i, I was I just did, gonna
0: say how did that go
1: I did, I did payroll in the military and i was responsible for refilling because they had an atm on the ship because there was a ship store where you could buy different groceries, like stuff to do laundry, all that, you know, yep. food and stuff. And so you needed cash in order to do it. Only um, Cash only? Cash only. And so I was responsible for over $250,000, a quarter million in cash for my, in my safe. And my supply officer was responsible for, I think he had, from time to time, he could have a million dollars in his safe cash. What? yeah on the boat because you gotta think there was like on, on this aircraft carrier there's thousands of people wow people wow so, and they don't need access to their funds and like when they get paid they you're on this if you're on a tour somewhere you need cash to buy stuff or whatever so there was no um, direct deposit there, there there was but you could access if you had money going to they had a little card you can send some of your funds to uh-huh. so you can send the majority of it to your regular bank account to take care of your family at home right. say i want 500 to go to the shift atm card right then you can withdraw that money from that card it's almost like a pay card so like the story i wanted to tell was whenever the uh, supply officer had to get cash because they would bring cash to him we would all get armed. I would always have a shotgun and a nine mil Beretta. There would be like five of us. He'll be walking in the middle of us, just in case anybody want to run up. And, wow. Yeah, and we would just escort him like armored guards, like walking on him the boat, on the boat, walk, walk him, walk him. That's when he was le- when he was leaving, but when he was leaving and when he came back, I got on the chopper with him we would fly out we would fly out to the other ship get the money fly back and he he just basically had a a bundle of cash like they had it it was almost like a a saran wrap almost but tightly fit or whatever so like a million dollars he said you ever seen a million dollars duncan oh my god No, yeah yeah and so like we had to arm them because of things happening like this that there was a story that he told me that it happened the same thing happened in the u.s navy that somebody was killed because because he was like friendly with one of the fellows seamen on the ship one of the fellow sailors and this dude set him up and robbed him wow killed him yep wow
0: that's crazy man Yep holy cow you see what i'm saying how long how far we've come with cash and now it's all digital to the point where folks invented their own money we got crypto now we're just making digital money <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: from having to move cash to checks to this it's crazy it's yep. crazy, man! wow so you got a uh, a dishonorable mention here too what was yeah, that one? this one's not this one's not so heavy
1: It's still an egregious thing, but there was this company called Sports Direct. It was sportsdirect.com, it was also in the UK. Also in the UK. In honor of Global
0: Payroll Week, of course.
1: Yes. They deliberately underpaid employees. You know what I'm saying? So they deliberately underpaid them from 2012 until 2016. This new ownership came in and the I guess prior ownership had some agreement with the employees to say, "Hey, we're going to give you an increase, right?" Whatever, and so the new ownership just came in and just, like, "We're not going to do that." So, long story short, they did an investigation, and this company was forced to pay over one million pounds in back pay to their employees. I think they were saying Grimey. it was like. A, Either a couple of hundred several hundred or a couple of thousand employees who were doing something.
0: grimy. That's grimy yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. See. It sports direct. What kind of business was it again? I'm sorry. Was it betting?
1: Sports direct. No, it was just like a I think it was like a Dix or a Sports Authority. Oh, a sport, or, okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, Got something you. like that. Gotcha. Sporting good store.
1: Yeah, sport, like or online that, sporting
0: yeah. good. Gotcha. That's great. yeah, they definitely get the dishonorable mention. You got do there do delivery on uh, delivery well, do they do
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. so you know, you know me, I'm always trying to find an acronym. yeah, really <laughs> under pay, <laughs> underpaying employees do. They got some money due. Uh, yeah so that's it, man. I think it's this is one of the short and sweet ones. Yeah, for sure, oh, man. Not necessarily, sweet, sure. not necessarily it's... sweet, but short episodes. Any key points that you think you would have for somebody in regards to this story? I think it, I think it's a,
0: it's a learning bite from how far we've come from again having to move cash around, having to deal with lot li- paper checks and paying folks. It just made me think about back then when it was like, yeah, I remember when it was really checks or cash and Mm -hmm. everything was about getting your check cashed right away. It just made me think about that and how far we've come with direct deposit. And now we're, it's a very low percentage of folks who get live checks. And usually it's just in the beginning when they get onboarded and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. most folks are, have really Transitioned over to direct deposit, and if you haven't, folks, please do. This is like a, a lesson for direct deposit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, folks have died for payroll cash yeah. in the '80s because they were moving cash well, around for payroll. And it's this like this, those I'm, westerns,
1: right? Exactly. Like Westerns—they were always trying to rob a uh, stagecoach or rob a train or something like that because they had a bunch of gold or had a bunch of cash. Yep. So yeah. there's something to think about.
0: Yep. That's right, man. Well, that's a good spot to leave it off, bro. Thanks for Until joining us time tonight. Till next time. Peace, folks. Good stuff.